Hello and welcome to That Broadway Show, hosted by Broadway for Life, where I try and focus on the show and break into it, trying to understand what the music is trying to tell me, and where I also forget me, me, and (laughs) become a person who the musical wants me to be. I must actually warn you, since this is the first official show where I'm actually talking well, I've been talking to the others, but where I'm actually taking the name into account, you know, that Broadway show and following the goal that I set, that I am a huge fangirl and I might break out into song. Okay, anyway, let's get back into the today's show by naming the show or musical that we're going to be focusing on. And today's musical is The Hunchback of Notre Dame or Notre Dame. The Hunchback. Hunchback. There you go. Today's show is Hunchback, where a hunchback falls in love, but a soldier... This whole thing is just really confusing. Like, I can't even, like, create one sentence to describe it. It would be the the Hunchback of Notre Dame or Notre Dame... Notre Dame, because I like it sounds like I'm saying damn, but you know I'm saying the fancy way, Dom. <laughs> oh gosh, but yes, the Hunchback of Notre Dame, where <clears throat> one sentence that would work is where a hunchback falls in love with a gypsy, but the priest also falls in love with the gypsy. It's a love triangle. No, it's a love square. There you go. The Hunchback of Notre Dame. The Love Square. So, I spent the last hour and 30 or hour and 40, I, I don't know, it was about an hour, listening to this whole soundtrack in one sitting. Because I wanted to, like, learn the story that the soundtrack itself is telling you. You know, obviously you're going to be missing out on the big things, which is, like, the story that they spoke like this isn't Hamilton so you know not everything's spoken in song so before I can really get into what this musical is just like setting out there and depression and mayhem and stuff like that I'm gonna start you guys off with the second song because the first song in the soundtrack isn't really a song. It's like an intro. It's like an instrumental. Like I forgot the name of it. It's, it's there's no singing in it, so like you know, it's not really a song. But the second song is like the whole start. It explains a lot and stuff, and then I'll start jabbering and probably throw in a few more songs. And pray to God that I don't start singing, because, oh, Lord, we don't want that happening. So, yes, here is the second song in the whole soundtrack. Do I know the name of it? Probably. Can I think of it? No. It's a good song. You know what? Oh, 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 Here you go. The second song, which is The Bells of Notre Dame. Awakes to the bells of Notre 
Notre Dame. The fisherman fishes, the baker man bakes, to the bells of Notre Dame. To the big bells as loud as the thunder. The city is the toll of the bells, the bells of Notre Dame. Long years ago did this story begin in this place called Notre Dame. Two orphan brothers were both taken in by the grace of Notre Dame. Claude the older who cared for his brother, young Jean full of beauty and charm. And they lived and they grew and awoke to the music of bells. The bells of Notre Brother, neath these arches and this sacred hill, we are blessed to find our sanctuary and our home. Righteous Claude Frollo was ever more drawn like a son to Notre Dame. Not like his profligate brother Jean, who'd have none of Notre Dame. Though as brothers they loved one another, Frollo watched in despair and alarm. As Jean grew more wild and defied and defiled all the laws. The laws of Must leave Jayan, this holy refuge where you've dwelled. Leave, but father. Sorry, Claude, but I've no choice. Your brother is expelled. And Frollo didn't hear from his brother for several years. Meanwhile, Frollo ascended uncommonly fast through the ranks of Notre Dame. Till he was named the Archdeacon at last and gave thanks to Notre Dame. And then one doleful day brought a message. And the name that it bore was Cheyenne. And concealing his face, Frollo stole to a place far away. Away from Let me take you back. I'll bring you home. Brother, dearest, come with me where we will find a remedy and Notre Dame once more will be your sanctuary. Healing you will be my goal, not just your body, but your soul will be together in our holy sanctuary. Enough, Claude! It's too late for me anyway. But if you've truly discovered charity at this late date, there's someone you can help. A baby? Yours? Oh, a monster. It's God's judgment on you. 
The wicked shall not go unpunished. I should have known. I was a fool to think that you would look after him. Look after him? Me? He has nobody else. Take him. If you can find it in your heart. Shayan. Shayan! saved my brother, but I will save this thing. See this loathsome creature from whom lesser men would flee. I will keep and care for him and teach him at my knee to think like me. And Frollo gave the child a name. A cruel name that means... Half-formed. Quasimodo. Now here is a riddle to guess if you can sing the bells of Notre Dame. What makes a monster and what makes a man? What makes a monster and what makes a man? rundown of the hunchbox of hunchbox the hunchback of notre dame dom <laughs> um so the book was written by victor hugo something i actually just learned by actually paying attention to the cover and stuff i was like whoa my man victor hugo did not just write les mis he wrote the hunchback whoa yeah that was literally what was going in my head i was like wow He's dead, and we've already made two musicals based off of his books. Go, King! Like, oh, wow. And the musical, um, I listened to the studio cast recording. I haven't seen any other recording. I think that's the only recording that's out there right now. And correct me if I'm wrong. Um, and um, a music was based off of the movie, which I'll probably watch later on just to refresh my memory because... I watched that when I was like 
9, 10, 11, around those age, those age, around that age, so I really don't remember much of it, I just remember basically that Quasimodo looking so weird, and Esmeralda knowing how to dance, like, that's, that's literally all, but after that first song, as you guys heard, um, it basically tells the whole, the whole intro, it kind of gives you the beauty and the beast feeling of it you know like in how in the musical and in the movie how they have that one song that describes the whole past and leads up to now that's what this first song does you know bells of notre dame it gives you that whole mysterious vibe of something's lurking in the background like turn around watch out there's someone following you just from the "Ah, ah, 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 ah," like stuff like that you get that feeling like this is not going to be that lovely little oh my goodness my heart that was so beautiful. I can't believe she got the guy musical. It's like just from there, you know that this is going to be something, right? And what is it? Two orphan brothers, Claude and whatever his brother's name is. I literally just listened to the song again just so I can figure out what's the brother's name. And I can't think of his name. It's like weird. Like it's just not sticking to his head but you know brother dies the guy that i can't claude is like head deacon or head whatever in the church and of notre dame and i'm not gonna get over saying dom i feel so fancy like dom you i need help (laughs) okay okay back on track um, you know, their lives go two separate ways because you see Claude still alive and his brother's dead. Spoiler alert. <laughs> like, I know some of you guys have actually sat down and listened to this like I did. If you haven't, please go ahead and do it. It's a really good soundtrack to listen to. Like, it gets you thinking. Just don't be an idiot like me who, in- like... I intended to listen to the whole thing straight, you know, no shuffle, just, you know, follow the whole thing so I can hear the story, but I turned it on shuffle, so I was like, like, at one part, we are introducing ourselves to Esmeralda, the next part, she's on the stake about to burn up, and I'm like, wait, what happened? So make sure if you're going to listen through it straight, don't listen to it on shuffle, but back to it, right, the next song right after the whole introduction, because, um introduction but well before i go to the next song um what was it claude gives quasimodo his name which is half formed Ah, claude really just doesn't care about him he's just like damn you for dying on me you i wasn't gonna take him Uh, like wow is it i I remember they called him two different names it was claude in like four it started with an f i don't even care to be honest claude is his name claude claude yes claude claude and quasimodo right Next song is out there because you see Claude is like, no, you cannot be around us. No, no, you're ugly. You know, it shows how Quasimodo was raised, basically. It's like Rapunzel in a way. But you see in Rapunzel, the the fake mom, I don't know her name either. She showed it with love. Here, Claude is like, you're ugly. No one's going to like you out there. If you go outside, they're going to kill you. So... Lock yourself up here in your sanctuary and you'll be safe. 
And, you know, poor little Quasimodo. His name's even so... Quasimodo. Like, imagine going to school. Quasimodo. Like, well, he wouldn't even... Oh, gosh. I don't even want to think. Oh, poor dude. He just had it rough. Little dude just wanted love, bro. But, <laughs> yes, poor little Quasimodo had nothing else to believe because he sees how other people are looking. And then he looks at himself and he's like, wow. But, you know, he just wants to spend one day out there, you know. Like Little Mermaid, like Ariel, when she wanted to be where the people are. He wanted to be where the people are. He wanted to see, want to see them dance. Well, he did see them dancing. He just didn't get to dance with them. Like, I promise, I will play out there, just not right now, because, like, you know, oh, gosh. I, I don't know why I said, you know, but I'm not going to play right now. But it'll be probably the next song you hear. But that whole song is beautiful. Michael Arden, or I, I'm pretty sure I butchered your name. I suck with names. I hope you guys got that point. Your voice is amazing. Woo! It is wow i'm astonished like i was listening to that song like the song itself is beautifully written like the dynamics work perfectly where you make it slow down it just like it's like spend one day out it's like jesus give a girl a break because i almost died listening to that no, I said I was going to play it right now, but screw it. <laughs> Listen up, guys. I'm playing the song out there, and you're going to like it. <laughs> okay. The world is cruel. The world is wicked. It's I alone whom you can trust in this whole city. I am your only friend I who keep you, feed you, teach you, dress you I who look upon you without fear How can I protect you, boy, unless you always stay in here Away in here Remember what I taught you, Quasimodo you are deformed. I am deformed. And you are ugly. And I am ugly. And these are crimes for which the world shows little pity. You do not comprehend. You're my defender. Out there they'll revile you as a monster. I am monster. Out there they will hate and scorn and jeer. Only monster. Why invite their curses and their consternation? Stay in here. Be faithful to me, grateful to me, do as I say, obey and stay. Remember Quasimodo, this is your sanctuary. My sanctuary? and these parapets of stone gazing at the people down below me all my life i watch them as i hide up here alone hungry for the histories they show me 
All my life I memorize their faces Knowing them as they will never know me All my life I wonder how it feels to pass a day Not above them But part of them And out there living in the sun Give me one day out there All I ask is one to hold forever Out there where they all live unaware What I give, what I dare Just to live one day out there Out there among the millers and the weavers and their wives Through the roofs and cables I can see them Every day they shout and scold and go about their lives Heedless of the gift it is to be them If I were in their skin I'd treasure Strolling by the sand Taste a morning out there Like ordinary men Who freely walk about there Just one day and then I swear I'll be content With my share Won't resent won't despair, old and bent, I won't care. I'll have spent one day out there. everything out there okay <laughs> you like my little pun out there <laughs> oh my goodness i did it again <gasps> i am a comedian no i'm not um so now you know after him singing uh how can i be out there oh i want to be out there boom from the next song we hear quasimodo is finally out there he is finally out among his people and the only way reason reason He's out there among with his peeps. It's because they're having a celebration where they make themselves look that ugly. But you see, Quasimodo has something up in his sleeve. He's naturally ugly. So that means he doesn't have to dress up. People will think he's naturally in a costume. Until he gets crowned loser. Well, ugliest, biggest fool. It's basically a festival of clowns. Like... Imagine if we were to do it nowadays, everybody would be dressed up as clowns or, you know, they just didn't do their makeup properly. That's what Quasimodo did out there. So Quasimodo right now is just a full on clown in my head. OK, I need to stop. <laughs> but yes, he finally gets out. He's free. And the next song is Rest and Recreation, um, where the soldier who I forgot his name. And I was going to listen through the song to figure out his name, but I got lazy 
So he's soldier until I figure out his name. He finally got out of war, I guess, in the front line, because that's all he's really saying. Four years in the front, now it's time for rest and recreation. Until he gets a promotion. He's all like, oh, I can't wait to go hunt. Goodness, I need time to just relax and have fun, which is rest and recreation, basic meaning, right? Until he gets a promotion, and then head deacon, head duke, whatever, uh... Claude, yes, Claude, him, where he's like, hey, congrats on your promotion, but there is no time for rest and recreation. You know, we have no time. God is there. Woo. And he's like, yeah, no rest and recreation. No fun for me. Let's get to work, right? And then I'm guessing this is where all three of them, you see my love square where it's going Quasimodo, Soldier and Claude, (laughs) and Esmeralda. The final person in my love square theory. So I guess now that we have all people here, um, I'm pretty sure during this festival is where they all met. I didn't watch the musical, so obviously I'm going based off of what I listened to. And around this time, all of them met and let's see, they fell in love. They were like, damn, look at that girl. Oh, my bad. Dom, look at that girl. She is one fine cutie over there. Sorry, I just really wanted water. (laughs) And they hit it off. Well, they didn't really hit it off. But they were all like, oh my goodness, look at him. Oh, wow. And then back to the festival, Quasimodo is destroyed. Oh my goodness, he's ugly. Get him out of here. You know, making... Claude, all right, saying, I am your protector. You see, no one out there will love you. You're ugly. And he hides away back in the tower or in Notre Dame. And then Esmeralda does her beautiful prayer. God help the outcast. The outcast. Yes, the outcast. Mimi, English, learn it. But yes, God help the out- <laughs> God help the outcast. That's her prayer. It shows how it's literally a humbling song. Yes, it's going to be the next song you hear. But yes, it's a humbling song. It's more like, hey, while everyone's praying for themselves, I'm well off. Hey, God, help those people out there, you know, who's struggling. I'm not asking for money. I'm not asking for fame. I'm not even asking for a pat on the back. All I'm asking, God, is for you to help the people who are unable to be blessed. Unable to fit in because they're outcast. And it's just a beautiful song. Almost every song in here is beautiful. Like, wow. But here's God Help the Outcast. Maybe you guys can understand from just listening. God Help the Outcast.
I don't know if you would listen to a gypsy's prayer. Yes, I know I'm just an outcast. I shouldn't speak to you. Still, I see your face and wonder, were you once an outcast too? the wind that Esmeralda and Quasimodo felt when they were at the top of the world. Well, they weren't really at the top of the world, but, you know, it's the top of the Notre Dame Cathedral or whatever, you know. So, it's pretty high. It's the top of the world. But, yes. I don't know how it ended up there because last time I saw... Well, last thing I heard was her praying, God help the outcast. And next thing you know, she's at the top of the world with Quasimodo. So what happened in between? That's my question. Like, why would you skip such a good, important part for the plot? For someone who's unable to see a musical now because it's (laughs) off-Broadway. Yeah, I'm going crazy. But yes, there's... There's something that happened. I'm guessing, because like I said, I don't remember anything from the movie that I watched. 
what I'm guessing is um, furlough. Yes, I remembered his name. <laughs> Actually, I just heard it because I was listening to some songs again. But yes, furlough. Claude Furlough. That's his full name. Woo woo. Um, he just saw her again and you know he's in love with her because like you know he can't get her out of his head he's stuck in there he's just oh my god esmeralda oh my goodness esmeralda oh my goodness that's basically him i guess he saw her and then he's like get her because i you know he wants her he's like go and get her boys and you know the soldiers are going after and then um quasimodo's like i will save you and saves esmeralda and takes her to the top I hope that's what happens, because that's just a huge guess. Like, woo. Spark notes, please tell me if that's right. No, I'm not going to check. It's too much work. But they're at the top of the world. That's all that matters, because that's all I know for sure right now. And they're viewing it. And she's like, wow, it's so pretty. And, you know, he pulls that little line, no, you are pretty. And she's talking about the view, you know. And she doesn't really care much. But, you know, he didn't even say it that way. He was just... You could just tell from everything he was saying, he was falling deeper and deeper in love with this girl. Like, wow, she's not looking at me like I'm ugly. She's looking at me like I'm human. Oh my, she must be the one. And she's like, wow, look at the view. You can see the stars from miles away. And you can see my house from down there. Like, stuff like that. I'm pretty sure she didn't say you can see my house. Like, yeah. It it could have been, like, the little Aladdin, you know. I can show you the... It is that. But, you know, there's no flying carpet. And they're both not in love with each other. Well, it's one-sided, I guess. Yes. It's... Now we can... Relation. I can show you the world. I showed you the world. Esmeralda. I say, yeah, who cares? And then, like I was saying, furlough, Claude. Yeah, my boy. He's desperately in love with Esmeralda. See, he's the second person in my love tri- my love triangle, my love square, as you can see. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I explained this before, but I just got to explain it again. Esmeralda. Claude, our furlough, and the third person is Quasimodo. The fourth person is the soldier. I'm pretty sure I said this. Just making sure you know. Take notes. This square is intense. It's a huge square. Whew. Whew. Yes. So, furlough is deeply in love with Esmeralda, but you know, he most definitely does not understand what love is because he instantly thinks it's a sin. I'm going to hell. What is these feelings? What is this feeling so sudden and new, you know? Like, oh my goodness, bro. (sighs) Gets me annoyed. Like, listening to the song where he's all like, they're like, he couldn't go to bed because he was so, he was so consumed with Esmeralda in his head, all he saw, until he fell into a tavern and saw her dancing. He saw them having fun. He's like, oh my goodness, this lady's mine, right? (sighs) Basically is what he said, right? And then, what was it? These two songs, right? I love how they're right next to each other. Like, Heaven's Light, and then the next song is Hell's Fire. Like, tell me that's not genius, bro. (laughs) Heaven's Light, which is song. No, and no, here's the bigger part right 
both of these songs are about two people being in love with the same girl. The same girl. Esmeralda. Quasimodo. Heaven's Light. Because, you know, he's actually the good person. And then Furlough. In love with... Wait. No, 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 no. The Tavern song is is Furlough also. Oh, goodness. Where's the song for the soldier? I'm pretty... Oh, my. I have to re-listen to some stuff. But, yes, like I said. Heaven's Light, Hell's Fire. Beautiful. You guys are amazing for thinking that. Like, wow. Heaven's Light and Hell's Fire. Heaven's Light, I'm in love with her. She reflects light. Radiance. She could be mine. Hell's Fire, I'm in love with her. But it's a sin because she does not love me. She must love me or burn, Lord. I don't understand what's the sin. Make her make her disappear from my sights or make her mine forevermore. Like, two basically same things, right? They're basically saying the same thing, but one's harsher, you know? It's like, I love you. Like, they're both screaming out with their mites. I love you as Moralda. But you know, in very distinct different ways. And I just I feel like I have to play both of these songs now. Like, whoa. It's just like, you know what? Screw it. We're playing both of them. This is how I'm playing songs here. Like, the first song is gonna be Heaven's Light. Just listen, bro. He's gonna start like, oh my goodness, I've been watching two couples walk hand in hand beside and they reflect the light. And he's like, This could be me and you and Esmeralda. And then Hellsfire is like Oh, God, help me. I am suffering through this. I do not understand this, but this lady has consumed my ever thoughts, and she's making me go crazy, Lord. Please get rid of her, because obviously it's her fault in everything. But if you can't get rid of her, make her mine forevermore. Well, yeah. (laughs) So here's Hell's Fire and Heaven's Light. With all my might No face as hideous as my face Was ever meant for heaven's light But suddenly an angel has smiled at me And touched my face without a trace of fright I dare to dream that she might even care for me And as I ring the bells tonight My cold dark tower seems so bright I swear it must be heaven's love 
Beata Maria, you know I am a righteous man. Of my virtue I am justly proud. Beata Maria, you know I'm so much purer than the common vulgar, weak, licentious crowd. Then tell me, Maria, why I see her dancing there, why her smoldering eyes still scorch my soul. I feel her, I see her, the sun caught in her raven hair is blazing in me out of all control. Like fire, hellfire, this fire in my skin, this burning desire is turning me to sin. It's not my fault, I'm not to blame. It is the gypsy girl, the witch, who set this flame. It's not my fault, it in God's plan. He made the devil so much stronger than a man. Protect me, Maria. Don't let this siren cast a spell. Don't let her fire sear my flesh and bone. Destroy the fires of hell, or else let her be mine, mine alone. Hellfire, dark fire, now gypsy, it's your turn. Choose me or your fire. So, Esmeralda, next song that happens right after Hellfire. See, I'm pretty sure halfway between he was all like, Esmeralda, I found you. You're going to love me or you're going to die. And she's like, no, I will never love you. So he's like, that's it. She's a witch. Arrest her. And, you know, I'm, I have the highest honor in this church. So, like, you guys can't doubt me. Arrest her. And this is where the soldier and Esmeralda, I think, re-meet or something. And they both fall in love because he's like, burn her place because what was it? Well, I should slow down a bit. <clears throat> so they were searching for Esmeralda, right? And they finally discovered where she might be hiding. They went to the lady's house and she's like, I've never heard of her. Who is she? And he's like, burn the house down. And then the soldier's like, but I cannot, sir. And it, well, he didn't, he just stood there and like he's holding the torch. And, but he's saying, basically saying, I cannot, sir. And then he's like, oh, guards, take him away. He's a traitor. He's, he, he's been bewitched by... The witch 
And Esmeralda runs out, no, don't take him away. And he's like, ha ha, she is hiding in here. And then they both run away. Yeah, Esmeralda. And I'm pretty sure that's where, like, scene breaks because next song is basically instrumental, I guess. Well, yeah, basically. And then flight into Egypt. This is where Quasimodo himself, he's like, wow, I'm a saver just like, I'm going to be that angel, you know, because they are going to kill her. She's about to die. So I'm going to tell her to leave Paris, leave and never return. And I'm going to be that angel. I'm going to be the nice one. She's going to love me. Yeah. And then flight to Egypt, you know, he's all confused. He's like, how am I going to do this, though? You know, and his stone people are talking to him. I'm pretty sure he's on drugs. You know, Stone talking to you. Man, you must be alone. But yes, his Stone people are talking to him, say, Discover, she must have given you this for a reason, this jewel, this necklace. And he's like, Wait, this is a map from Paris from above. And then he discovers where uh, Esmeralda is, which is at the Court of Miracles. And, ooh, Court of Miracles, this whole song is saying, Quasimodo, you made a mistake, you're about to die. And he's like, But I'm just here to save a friend. And he's like, No, it's your fault. Ha 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 ha. And he's about to die, right? Uh, and then in the place of miracles is where the soldier and Esmeralda are like declaring their love for each other. They're like, man, do I love you. And poor Quasimodo got to see all of that. So he's like third wheeling when he's not supposed to be third wheeling. And he's butthurt. He's like, this is what's probably going through his head. Dom. Dom. I really loved her. Dom. I'm not going to get over this Dom. Like, it's not even funny anymore. It's just, like, so ironic. But, yes, Dom. That's what's going through his head the whole time. He's just like, Dom, man, I really loved her and stuff. And he becomes a little wussy and he runs away because he's mad. Justice and Paris, they're both caught and now they're about to die. Oh, no. Burn at the stake. And... At this song, in between Justice and Paris and Someday, I was like, something's going to happen. This is a tragedy here. Man, dang it, Shakespeare. What's up with you and influencing other people and tragedies? Was Victor Hugo alive before Shakespeare or after? Eh. But yes, damn you, damn you, Shakespeare, for creating tragedies because someone's about to die and in my head i'm like well i guess i might as well start deciding the ending because we are only a few songs away from the ending now so this is my ending that i came up with you ready esmeralda the print not the prince the soldier is going to run free right but he's going to be devastated because he's free right Esmeralda is still going to be burned up at the stake. But Quasimodo somehow going to save Esmeralda and take her place and dying. And Esmeralda herself will run off and live with the soldier. So it'll be a happy ending, but it'll be a sad happy ending because Quasimodo dies, right? That's what I came up with. Was I right? Who knows? Well, I know. Was I wrong? Who knows? Well, I know. But, uh, oh, Lord. These next, there's literally four songs are crazy. Like, 
this is where poop hits the fan right now. Like, oh my goodness. I'm going to play Someday for you guys. <laughs> Leave you a little cliffhanger. But yes, here's Someday. This is where they're basically like, well, we're going to die. Maybe the one, more, one day there will be a world that accepts us. I used to believe In the days I was naive That I'd live to see A day of justice dawn And though I will die Long before that morning comes I'll die while believing still It will come when I am
there is only three songs left. The last two songs are basically Quasimodo regretting his actions, saying, what have I done? I made everything wrong. He snaps on his stone friend, says, you guys are made out of stone either way. Your advice sucks. And then, like, remember that whole theory I made of how Quasimodo was going to die? Boy, was I wrong. Because Quasimodo does not die. Like, if you guys have not heard the soundtrack and do not want to be spoiled, I would recommend stopping right here, right now. Because I'm about to go in, in. Like, I did go in for a bit. You know, I should add a little spoiler warning in the beginning. I'll, uh, I'll add one in. But here's a huge spoiler warning, okay? Like, huge spoiler warning. Continue at your own risk. Quasimodo doesn't die. Instead, instead, what happens from what I heard in this whole thing and what I had to guess and put together, I could be totally wrong. I need to watch the movie. But from what I think right now, Quasimodo, um, he's already, well, no, it's a fact that he's already sad, depressed, he messed up. He made Esmeralda's life suck, right? He's putting all the blame on him because, you know, he's an ugly monster. Furlo, or Claude, he's our I really hope I'm not... I'm butchering their names, but yes. Claude and Furlow, right? Well, they're one person. Claude Furlow, that's his full name, is has killed the soldier. That's what I think happens. Maybe the soldier isn't dead. But from what I heard in the song is, Esmeralda is a witchcraft. She is found guilty for witchcraft and the murder of... I hope I heard that right, but yeah. The murder of whatever his name, the captain of the guards, and then, you know, she's she's about to burn. Do you have any last words to say? And he's trying to remind her, hey, you can get out of this. Just fall in love with me. L- live your life with me. And then, you know, she spits in his face. You're like, you? Mm. <laughs> and, um, he's like, okay, burn her up. So he, he's about to burn her up. They're about to, you know, Joan of Arc style, bro. And boom, Quasimodo comes in, destroys everything. He's like, go, destroy the sanctuary. And the guards are like, we can't enter. Rule, sanctuary rule. And he's like, I am the head, whatever, go in. And then they run in, Quasimodo blocks him, and he successfully saves Esmeralda. Woo, right? No. Esmeralda dies. Bruh. Like, no happy ending? Like, bruh. So Quasimodo is all like, you can stay with me forever, Esmeralda. And she's like, well, not forever. Lays her head to rest and never wakes up. And then, what is it? Um, Claude comes in and say, you see, it was God's work. It must be done. And then Quasimodo's like, you are the reason she dies. Ah, I can't stand you. It is not God's work. For the wicked must be punished. And he kills Furlough. And Furlough falls out the top of Notre Dame, dies. It's a flipping tragedy and everyone dies but Quasimodo. Like, after that whole thing, I was just literally sitting there in the car like, what happened? No one gets the girl, bruh. The girl's dead. Well, no, 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 no. The soldier had the girl for like a split second. You know, they had their time, they had fun, and they both died. The only person who's alive 
It's Quasimodo. And to be honest, Victor Hugo likes writing some s- stuff. So I'm pretty sure that's not even how the uh, the real thing is. Like, I should read the book now. Wow. I, I found myself a new obsession. Just one whole soundtrack. It's so weird. Like, in all honesty, how the story is portrayed. Because obviously... The soundtrack doesn't tell you everything, but it tells you enough to intrigue you, to make you want more. Like, I am sitting here so confused talking about this because it's only been like an hour after I've listened to this soundtrack. And I am still in state of shock. Like, that really happened. That whole story is a tragedy. And I should have seen it from the beginning because literally the whole beginning has this whole mysterious vibe like I mentioned earlier. Like, wow. I am shook. Everything about that playlist, though, playlist, that soundtrack, the cast recording, was amazing. Everything was spot on. Everything hit the right spots and really got you thinking, like, wow. The Hunchback of Notre Dame is not a children's story that's light-hearted and happy. It's dark. <laughs> it's nothing like, like, wow. I cannot even speak. I, my brain is currently running so fast that literally I can barely think of what to say. And I'm getting a headache from trying to think so hard on this amazing masterpiece. I don't even know what song to end it with. I don't even want to end it. I'm just like, that really just happened, bruv. What is this musical trying to make me be? (laughs) Like, there's no way I'd be Claude. I don't want to be the hunchback, even though he's the one of the kindest spirit. Well, no, Esmeralda, she's the path to go. Wow. Wow. She had a hard life. If we really think about this, like, oh, I'm getting comfortable right now. All she wanted was help for the others. She didn't want anything towards her. But all these guys went crazy around her. Like, bruh, keep... I can't say that. (laughs) Trying to make this podcast G-rated. Woot, woot. (laughs) But yeah, whoa, you know, if you know what I was about to say, you know what I'm about to say. These guys couldn't. (laughs) Is, like... If I'm to take something, like, draw this whole story together, it's based off of the consequences of love, bro. Love ain't nice and easy like, you know, we think it is in reality. Love is a deep, nasty thing. And I'm not saying it's horrible, don't go for it and stuff. I'm just saying love can cause death. Like it did three times. Like... Let's see. I don't know. I'm not even sure if the soldier dies, to be honest. But I know for a fact Esmeralda was killed because she wouldn't love Claude back. But Claude's greatest, biggest love was towards her and his brother, obviously. He loved his brother. But he couldn't comprehend the fact that he loved her, right? Uh, Quasimodo killed Claude because he didn't love, right? And Quasimodo was devastated that the love is his life. 
like not only did he just get friend zoned like literally he was all like you can stay here forever and he's like you're a great friend quasimodo (laughs) friend he did all that just for a friend but yeah obviously he's devastated by that but he should have got a clue because obviously well no if the soldier was dead he's like maybe i can shoot my shot (sighs) he really did shoot his shot by shooting like throwing rocks uh joke gone wrong i don't even find that funny oh gosh oh gosh now i'm cringing ew but yeah he 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 got friend zoned real bad his love for her he was devastated because he loved her so much and she just died when he took the time to save her like if she i'm pretty sure if, no i'm pretty sure nah he wouldn't let her burn but if he knew he was going to die I wouldn't have gone through that much to save you because you're going to die either way. Like, that had to be painful. You're like, you can stay with me forever. You're safe now. She lays down and she's dead. So he sees Claude and he's like, it was God's work. It was right. This is what has to happen. The wicked must be punished. And he's like, no, you're wicked. You're the one. And, you know, he's already enraged. And he kills her. See? Love. The nasty powers of love. It's not that whole happy stuff that we always be seeing. Wow. I'm going to have to, like, slide on out. This whole, wow. Like, I'm in my feelings, bro. Like, what the heck? I... goodness this musical what the heck who told you to do us like that like i'm gonna have to play a song so i can gather my thoughts right now because this girl is shook like i'm getting like this whole huge this the huge picture after breaking down everything that happened like obviously i listened to it i didn't start breaking things down until i started recording and now that i got through everything like this is the first time i've done this and i'm just shook okay i don't know what song i'm gonna play i'll probably i'll play made of stone here's made of stone Quasimodo, you must try to free yourself! The girl needs your help! Quiet! Go away! You're the only one who can save her now! You know what happens when I try to help! I only make things worse! You You don't don't believe that! How do you know what I believe? What do you know of me? What do you know of all the things I feel? You're only made of stone! Who is it that you see? Instead of seeing what I am for real, this twisted flesh and bone, you're a liar. With every new excuse you try out, you only make me want to cry out. Would that I were made of stone like you? You don't mean that! Just take some time to. You give such good advice. 
So why has not one single word you said been any help at all? And you, who sound so nice, the more your dreams and fancies fill my head, the farther that I fall. Shut my brain down. If I was senseless, I'd prefer it. Another gargoyle on this turret, spitting rain down to the stones below. I've wasted my faith, believing in saints of plaster. But the only one worth believing in was my master. The one who never lied He told me it was cruel outside He told me how I had died His words were cold as stone But they were true Not like you Take all the dreams you've sown Take all your lies And leave me Quasimodo will trouble you no longer. You're right, Quasimodo. We're only made of stone. We just thought that you were made of something What's out there? Let it remain unknown, and my one human eye will evermore be dry until the day I die. As if I were made of gosh I've tried to gather my thoughts and like wow my head actually hurts from trying to think of like <laughs> I I can't even properly speak English from this musical there is such a deep meaning in it that it's painful to think about. Like, it's not no silly little thing that we really thought it was. Like, love ain't no joke, bro. And... <sighs> mm. Wow. I'm going to call it a day it's because as much as i really want to dig more into this i physically cannot 
because I am going so deep right now. And my brain is saying, girl, hold up, because this not it. I am going to give a rating to this and I give it a full on four out of five stars. Like, I totally recommend it. The only reason why I don't give it five out of five is because I wish there was more of the story told through the songs. I can't speak. But everything else is amazing. Like, if there was more story. Well, oh, goodness. Wow. Wait. Sorry. <laughs> I can't properly think. Okay. Four out. Okay. 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 I gave it four out of five. Four out of five. Yes. Four out of five. Recommend you guys to listen to it. Obviously, not as much as the story is told. And that hurts me because I know I can't see that musical in person. I could probably go look for the bootleg, but all I have is the soundtrack. I'm pretty sure it's a huge marketing thing because you don't want to expose the whole story through song. But it helps us out there as listeners who are unable to go to New York 24-7 to watch a musical and stuff. Or maybe they discovered the musical when the musical was done and stuff. Um, I just wish that they told just a little bit more story. That's basically it. Give it where I wasn't as lost at some parts and I had to guess a lot. And yeah, you guys should totally spend your time and listen to that soundtrack because it is amazing. You would love it. And don't forget to tune into our station, Broadway for Life Radio. You can find us on TuneIn Radio and also on our website at broadwayforlife.weebly.com. Weebly is spelled W-E-E-B-Y dot com. Broadway for Life, F-O-R, not, not the number four. Broadwayforlife.weebly.com. I'm pretty sure I spelled Weebly wrong. W-E-E-B-L-Y, yeah, something like that. Weebly, yeah. L-Y, <laughs> and this is me calling it out with, yeah, I'm not even going to end it with a song. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I will make this show totally official, and we'll totally be updating once a week. So, yeah, see you next week with that Broadway show, which I don't know what's the show, but bye. <laughs>